Will employment jump up in 2020? Let's have a look. Good morning, everyone. I hope you're having a good start to the weekend. I'm Florian Heiser, and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. I've got my stein of coffee here, and I thought we would have a look. But have a look at this information. A leading indicator of employment, a release from the Australian government and the Department of Employment. It's, well, it's just interesting to look at how they are trying to predict the future states, state of the economy based on this indicator. And we've got a chart here where we can see some of the, the correlation. So let, let's have a look and see if this is going to lead or predict employment for the beginning of next year. Now, before I jump into it, I'm going to have a swig of my coffee and I want you to let us know in the comments what you think of this. Do you think it's all magic? Or do you think the indicators may not be as accurate as people are anticipating? It's oh, a good way to start a Saturday. So the monthly leading indicator of employment, the indicator, has risen for the second consecutive month in December 2019. After 17 consecutive monthly falls. 17 months of falls. The indicator's rise this month is attributed to both its international components and the NAB Forward Orders Index. Now, while that's gone up, the NAB Forward Orders Index, we can see here business confidence and business conditions are down. Business confidence is down. Business conditions are slightly ticking up. This is the latest data that, we, that just came out last month. So that's having an effect on this. And international components, well, it'll be interesting to see what they define that is, but one of the biggest international components is the never-ending trade war at the moment, the perpetual trade war and just the huge spike in the US economy. We'll have to see. So cyclical employment is close to having a weekly confirmed peak in August 2019, with the indicator having peaked in May 2018 and fallen until October 2019. Trend employment is likely to continue to grow more slowly than its long-term trend rate of 2.4% per annum in the near future. In comparison, trend employment grew by 2.1% over the year to October in 2019. So we can see here trend employment, we're, we're going below trend, guys. And that matches up with everything we're seeing here. We all, GDP growth is below trend, it's trending down. Remember, we, we're still not in negative growth yet. If you look at it on a per, per capita basis, it's, it's actually a lot worse. It's a lot worse. <laughs> that's kind of the only thing that's keeping us chugging on. But then we overlay the wage growth. It's virtually non-existent. So levels of leading indicator of employment and cyclical unemployment. So here's the leading indicator that they're tracking. So you can see here, so in December 08, and then the uh, cyclical employment, you can see there how it's um, adjusting, how the leading indicator is potentially signaling a change in this employment. So we've got here correlation yeah, down here. There you go, it came. So you can see that's following on. This one here we've got here. And now we're kind of getting an upswing. So are we going to experience this down? Is, is Are we going to hit this, go up? Or is this data here, well, affected by Christmas? Because job adverts, guys, they've fallen down, although employment in the latest data we got just last month 
has shot up. And a lot of people are saying that's just that's just the Christmas jump because most of them, most of them are, and we will jump jump over to training economics. Let's go to our our indicators for Australia. Most of them have been part-time jobs. We've got the unemployment rate is at 5.2%. We'll jump at this here and you can see it's dropped down. So the number of unemployed people fell by 16,800 while employment rose by 39,900. So employment has gone up in the last month, but most of that is in part-time jobs. That, that tells me that a lot of that's in Christmas. Let me know what you think, guys. It, it, that would be that would make sense, wouldn't it? That the majority of it is, you know, adding staff of Christmas sales. I went shopping to a bookstore yesterday in the city, and they were, they had a lot more staff there than they normally have. So they're ramping up. Hopefully, retail sales, which is remember that's ten percent of our workforce here. Hopefully, retail sales will keep us going and stave off the uh, the fall, the fall of the cash rate, and the introduction of QE. What would you rather we just chug on and no QE is introduced? I think it'll it'll damage us more with just declining of our purchasing powder, so power. So monthly changes in value of the leading indicator in July. So monthly changes in standard deviation from the cyclical trend is down, 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 and up, up. Okay. So there's an embargo until the 18th of December because people will make financial decisions based on this. So components of the leading indicator short-term trend, and they are using the NBSC Purchasing Managers Index for Manufacturing Output in China. I, okay, well, that's going to have an impact on the Australian economy, guys. That's going to have an impact of the, on the Australian economy because we're fairly tied to the Chinese economy. US yield difference, 10-year versus 3-year interest rates, December 2019 release. Okay. NAB Forward Orders Index, November 2019 release. The Westpac Melbourne Institute Lending Index of Economic Activity. Or sorry, Leading Index of Economic Activity, November 2019 release. I need to, I'll probably, I should go through that one. The Westpac Melbourne Institute Consumer Sentiment Index, November 2019 release. And we have a look, I can bring it up here. You can see consumer sentiment is also trending down. So they're combining all this different data try and make these uh, these predictions. Interesting. So let's have a look at some of the technical notes for those of us that aren't familiar with it. The indicator is the average of the normalized and standardized cyclical elements of the five series in the table above, which have been shown to lead cyclical employment consistently over a long period. The cyclical components and the composite indicator for previous months are subject to revision when new statistics are incorporated. So here's the thing, guys, we'll often receive this data and they'll come back in another month and they'll update it because, well, they get more accurate information. More people just respond to the PMI, Purchasing Managers Index. This is based on survey questions, guys, and we've gone through these in, in previous videos. So once you get an understanding of, see, what they're doing is they're taking, it's funny, you've got qualitative data, which is, which is uh, more, how should we put this, qualitative or emotional or you know, potentially having a personal bias responses to things or opinions, and then they're turning into quantitative things. They try and limit that with the way they ask the questions. So they ask the questions in these PMIs to make sure that, okay, do you have more projects on now than last month? So where it can be quantitatively measured, where you can numerically measure it to try and remove that potential for bias. 
That's how they do it. And sometimes the data gets updated or they get more responses and it affects the changes. Now, unlike unlike the auction clearance rate, rate results, which are just, you know, forever and a day remain the same, they will come back and revise the data. And then we'll get this, this information here. So this is telling me, this is telling me here, okay, we've got this, this, we, we haven't really seen this fall, have we? We haven't seen this fall in unemployment. So, well, based on this chart, if we're going down there, going down there, we can, you know, this one is this guy, this one is this guy, this one is this one here. So a lot of people are predicting that we'll see higher unemployment, or at least in the comments, are predicting we'll see higher unemployment at the beginning of next year. Well, I think a lot of that's going to depend on the retail sales. I think a lot of people who receive those casual jobs are going to probably be cut. The indicator is designed to give advanced warning of turning points in cyclical employment, i.e. the uh, deviation of the centered one-year trend in employment from the centered six-year trend. The average lead time of the indicator over the series, i.e. the time between a peak or trough in the indicator and the corresponding peak or trough in cyclical employment is around a year and a half. A turning point in the indicator is said to be confirmed when there are six consecutive monthly movements in the same direction after the turning point. A fall or rise in the indicator does not necessarily mean that levels of employment will immediately fall or rise. Rather, it implies that after a lag, the growth rate of employment may fall below or rise above its centered six-year trend rate of about 2.4% per year. Okay, so this is telling us maybe in a year and a half we're going to see on the next year, we'll see a reduction in employment growth. So there you go. I, I would argue that, uh, yeah, well, I mean, we can see what happened here. We, can, we saw what happened here. And the unemployment rate isn't looking too well, guys. So there you go. I think it's interesting to, to see this. I think this is some information I'll start to incorporate into some of the videos. Um, let's have a look. Strongly confirming turning points, peaks or troughs, are identified or signaled when there's been at least six consecutive moves in the same direction. Okay. But they don't have to be immediately before, followed by at least six, at least six consecutive moves in the opposite direction immediately after the turning point. The strongly confirmed peak or trough is the maximum or minimum value of the indicator for cyclical employment in the period between the last strongly confirmed trough or peak and the month that the turning point signals has been identified. Weekly confirmed turning points are not strongly confirmed turning points and have at least six consecutive moves in the same direction immediately before the turning point, followed by at least three consecutive moves in the opposite direction immediately after the turning point, or at least three consecutive moves in the same direction immediately before the turning point, followed by at least six consecutive moves in the opposite direction immediately after the turning point. Okay, so... The indicator is available on the internet at approximately 2 p.m. the day of release. The next scheduled issue is on Wednesday, the 22nd of January. So there you are. There you have it. So they are trying to use this information that's available here as a leading indicator for changes to the employment growth rate, which I think, you know, there has there is some merit to it. Because remember, a lot of this data that we get, there's a delay in how it filters through the economy. This is why... You know, people making all these, uh, all, all these, you know, snap predictions or 
trying to manage the economy. We were stimulating these things. It's it's not a well-oiled machine, everyone. It's an emergent outcome. And people aren't rational actors. People are emotional actors. Anyway, guys, let me know what you think. What do you think will happen in the next year? How are you preparing? You know, do you think employment will be up? Do you think employment will be down? Let us know. If you're a fan of the channel, please like, share, and subscribe. If you want to help produce, help us produce more content, we have a Patreon where you can make a small monthly donation. We also have affiliate links with Amazon, eBay, and Independent Reserve, where if you make a transaction, we receive a small cut of the fees you pay to them. doesn't cost you a cent extra. We also have a very own handmade pocket squares made in this very house available from our blog. So guys, thank you for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe once again, and I will see you all later. Take care.